What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you got? If you guys didn't know, I am a huge fan of Chinese New Year. I oh. actually follow that more than ours. Like, my year starts when Chinese New Year starts. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm pretty knowledgeable about that. And today, actually, the 2022 Los Angeles Golden Dragon Parade happened. And I was actually pretty bummed. I like to go to it that I could not attend because I was in class. It happened at um, today at noon. But there is a lot of... Uh, different parades happening throughout the week if you guys want to attend one in LA but I thought it was really cool that this is the oldest parade in you in the U.S. not just here in LA but in the U.S. and I thought that was really cool and I wanted to share that with you guys by the way it is the year of the tiger what does that mean what I mean doesn't it usually every year mean like the 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 animal means something yeah it's the year of the tiger the animal has you know it, it has the uh the, uh, I guess, personality traits of the animal, right, is the best way to describe it. I'm looking it up here. 2022 is the year of the tiger. What does yes. it mean? The yeah. tiger is a ferocious animal referred to. I was like, uh, I could tell you. Crazy. The king of 100 beasts. It's believed that the person who was born in the year of the tiger tends to be brave, strong-willed, or stubborn, pioneering, outspoken, playful, enthusiastic, impulsive, impatient, and fearless with a strong sense of justice. Uh, previous years of the Tiger include 2010, 1998, 1986, 1974, 1962, 1950, and 1938. He is a snake. Yes. The snakes are intelligent, wise, and charming. How do you he know gets what his year you are? I mean, you can look it up. You bro. can look it up. It's called Google, Google. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean I just put in my birthday and it tells me what year I am? Just put right in Google. what I, animal I will, year. What just year? Give me okay. your birthday, Captain. Yeah. I got you. What year are you born in, bro? 1970. Okay. Uh, I'm 30 years you old. You should be the dog. <laughs> Is, is that makes too much sense. It is dog, yes. Yeah, it dog. see, because yes. it's 12 years, so 1982, yeah. my best friend is a dog. So. Okay, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. tell me what, what it was the so year of the dog mean. You're loyal. Do- reliable, loyal, faithful, and honest, with a keen sense of right and wrong and a desire to support the underdog. They can be very pessimistic, mm-hmm. like you are with Matthew Stafford, or have been, <laughs> looking for all the bad things that might happen. That yeah, you know what you, you do. You do, do actually. That this whole description right now is is all very solid. And yeah. you you hold like dogs hold on to something and they will not let it go. Like they hold on to that bone and they're like, "Ask, they're just me." Super right. stubborn. This makes them anxious people who also harbor irrational fears. I'm this, telling you, it's this on whole point. year of the dog thing is. <laughs> I'm, I'm in on it. I mean, I'm the dog, dog. Yeah. And you probably had a really rough year when it was your year, which was a few years ago. Which year was that? I will look it up. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to take the whole segment with this. but No, it's uh, okay, but like this is important. <laughs> By the way, so it's funny you mentioned this because the, I, I I just listened to, um, I, you know, I, obviously, you know, I've talked about this before. Levitard and those guys are like, I've known them for 20 plus years. They're like really good friends of mine. They do a weekly podcast hit with Ricky Williams, the former NFL player, who's super into... Uh, well, he's into a lot of things, right? But he's like, obviously, he's a pioneer when it comes to cannabis or whatever. He's super into holistic medicines, and he's super into uh, astrology, horoscopes, all this, mm. you know, all, all of this stuff. So he does. They, they, um, he has. They have people in the audience uh, tweet him um, people to read their horoscope charts, their prenatal charts, and all that stuff. 
And he he's done the last two episodes he's done Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. They've been picking football people because it's football season. And it's so funny when he reads the description of these people's charts, how close it is to the personalities that we know of these people. So to your point, Kaplan, there's a reason these things are as, you know, pretty as close as they are as far as who you're dealing with. Mm hmm. So my year of the dog is the year I'm born, and then the last time it was the year of the dog was 2018. 2018. 2018. Yeah, and yeah. then when, yeah. and then is my next year of the dog 30? 12, yeah, 12 years every 12 years. Yeah. That's a long time, dog. And it we, is a long time, People dog. wait, like in the culture, because um, I started learning about it through a friend who, who's Chinese, and people will wait to have babies in the year of the dragon, because that's mm. like the sign that they hold high to. Right, right. Yeah, the snake nailed me, man. People born with the snake, intelligent, wise, and charming. I mean, come on. You're Uh, really getting your way. (laughs) Humble, clearly. Yeah, (laughs) usually good-looking and alluring. There you go. Deep thinkers like to plan well and are determined uh, in whatever they do. Snake people are quiet, reserved, and are good at giving advice to others. Those are all your good qualities. You guys will hold a grudge like there is no other. Ah, I was just going to get to that. However, they strongly (laughs) distrust other people and choose friends carefully. They, uh, th- that is true. I do choose friends carefully. My wife always says to me, um, like when I moved to Connecticut, um, my wife said, you know, I made all these friends. You didn't really make a lot of friends outside of like your friends from work. And I said, yeah, I got plenty of friends. I don't need new friends. I'm like four, you know, at that time I was like 30 something years old. Like at 44, do I need a lot of new friends? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like I, I have my friends and then I, me- I, me- I occasionally meet people and I trust them, and we become friends, right? But it doesn't happen like when I was a kid, everybody becomes your friend, right? Like, no. When you're an adult, you become more careful, I think, of who you want to be in your friend group. I think that's a fair assessment. Lately, so. I've been liking people more. Lately, I've been actually open to meeting new people. <laughs> I'm going back to high school, basically. <laughs> yeah, lately, I've actually been willing to meet people and be nice and hang out. Yeah, it's been a little strange. I think as I'm getting a little older, I'm starting to... Not have that attitude. <laughs> new friends. I don't need new friends. I got plenty of friends. Yeah. It's the last thing I need, new friends. I mean, I kind of feel that way. Yeah, lately I'm feeling I mean, like you got like grandfathered it. in, Kaplan, because I've known you for 20 years, you know? That's right. That's true. So, I mean, I, I did take in Laura and Lindsay, so there's that. But but you were a dot. You, know, you. You, were, you were Aww, grandfathered you consider in. us friends? Oh, that's know, nice right? of you. That's, that's lovely. Sweet. That's really wonderful, as a matter of yeah. fact. Yeah. I don't believe in all this stuff. No offense. That. The idea I have I struggle with is that one twelfth of the population has like the same destiny and and well no and I don't know about that I, I, I don't think it, it's no, that no, spe- like I that. mean I think that you can do like specific things so for example and I was mentioning Ricky Williams he charges people to do this mm-hmm. like if you want to do it Ooh. it's like it's like three hundred something dollars oh that's for, like, like Miss Cleo it's like a and it's like a ninety minute reading of your chart it's based your beta on, it's yeah. your beta yeah it's yeah. your beta and chart. It, and he does like 500 for couples. It's pretty interesting stuff. I may do it just for the bit. I got to be honest it. with you. You know, I've done it. So my friend gave it to me as a gift. And it's really interesting because it is very specific to you because it's the time you were born, where right. you were born, like the all longitude. All, yeah. It's so specific to you. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like do this it. idea. Captain, I like where this it? is going. I like, oh, hell yeah. Dude. And that's so cheap, let's man. Have on. Let's have him on to do all yeah, of Well, us. right, yeah. right. I, I'll, I'll ask Dan if we can borrow Ricky for a day. Basically. Well, let's just ask him straight up. Can we steal your bit? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I just want him to do it for our show, just week. for the four yeah. of us. I mean, yeah. we'll pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'll oh, pay we Ricky will? for his oh, time. We pay for it. Oh. We got to pay for it. What are you trying oh. to get it for free? Yeah. Of course he's, he's trying to get it for free. Man, he tries to get on. everything for free. Yeah. The man's giving like, up 90 minutes of his time. 
trying okay, to get $2,000 bags Maybe you should pay me. Maybe you should pay us. Oh, for the love okay. of God. Now we're back to the LeBron should join the show conversation. Here we LeBron go. LeBron should join the show, especially right now, because let me tell you something. Without LeBron, <laughs> I mean, my God. They've been terrible. They're 5-15 and 15 without could, LeBron. This could you season. imagine? Could you imagine last week you were telling me, you're like, listen, if the Lakers don't play in the play-in, you said they're going to the Western Conference Finals. This is what you said last week, right? I did, yes. And and watching the Lakers over the last few days play without LeBron, like, okay, great, AD comes back, has a really nice performance. That's just terrific. But if I told you that you had a fully healthy AD, a fully healthy West, uh, Russ Westbrook, and you had the whole rest of your team, but you did not have LeBron. Oh, no, they're not even a playoff team. They, right, they're going nowhere. Yeah. Like you just see without LeBron the last few games how I mean he's carrying everybody. Yeah. Pretty obvious. I mean, just look at the numbers. I mean, we've, we've kind of known that. That's kind of the thing. It's like the running joke, right? Hey, LeBron needs more help. Because yeah, but, it's true most more times than not. Right, but, uh, but I mean, they, they can't beat Atlanta? I mean, Atlanta's been good. I mean, they've won like seven in a row or eight in a row or something still, like that. But it's the I mean, Lakers. You're they were in the conference finals last year, too. I understand. Like they're, they're, they've Lakers had a bad start to the season, but they're, they're not yeah. a bad team. Excuse but, me, no, I Lakers get it. They, they, I get it. They they should be winning some of these games. It's not it's not been good. Uh, Joey Arceo tweets and says, uh, Sedano and I are uh, yachts. Hashtag Mamba mentality. Yeah, snakes. Mamba. There you go. So Ooh. is uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. Now you're all into it, Linz. Mm-hmm. I just say that because everyone calls him a snake, you know. It's a funny thing. <laughs> um, I love Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Has clearly made an impact on the field. Mm-hmm. And and look, there were, you, you weren't alone on this, Kaplan. Like, we like to pick on you in the Stafford stuff, but there were a lot of people that felt the same way you did. Um, but we had Keyshawn on the show shortly after um, – it was announced that he may be joining the Rams, right? And Keyshawn talked about how – and by the way, you can listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max each and every morning, 6 to 10, right here on the station. Way to work but, in the promo. Yeah. And, and he told us – look, he told us he spoke to Odell at mm-hmm. the time. And he mm-hmm. felt it like – because you, you know, talked to him about the reservations you had. And, and Keyshawn was like, look, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. And, but I, I'm telling you, this, this one's a little different. Is it fair to say that Key nailed that? Yeah, it is. Um Odell Beckham was coming to the Rams at a time when his reputation was it was it was being questioned frankly and it, it was it was because of his lack of production with Cleveland his father and the the tapes and the the social media posts and the essentially kind of bullying your way out of a team rather than grinding and helping your team and so many of us were like this guy doesn't seem like much of a team guy. The Rams have a really good locker room. I'm not sure you want to add that fuel into the fire, but I got to say, George, um, Odell Beckham, for me, I have no ill will. Lindsey, I know you're so still angry as a Cleveland Browns fan, but I think I think the Browns look bad. Their head coach looks bad. Their quarterback looks bad. Wait a minute. I don't. Oh. How are you going to put it on the Browns when Von Miller came out last week and said, Hey, I was thinking about, you know, when I, I was thinking about places where I want to play and I brought up Cleveland and Odell told me, don't come to Cleveland. It's like he so, stopped. He, st- he wasn't happy there. And instead of, like you said, being a professional 
and and just going to work like we all do. And some people that don't like their jobs, you know, you go to work until you can find a better situation. He cried about it and had his dad make it a video to get him out of Cleveland or whatever because he wasn't happy there and he wanted to go play somewhere with all the bright lights and whatever. Everything you say uh, uh, is true. Everything's okay, fine. Hold, That's hold true. on, hold on. We also don't know he made his dad do anything. Well, his no, dad is but, a grown-ass man. He could have done what he wanted to do. But, but, let, but, let, sure, let but you reputation. can't tell me he didn't do that without his, oh, his Okay, let, let me ask you a question. Let me just ask, let, 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 let me ask this. Have you ever been unhappy at a workplace? And you could be honest. Answer, yeah, yeah, answer 100%. Honestly. And you know what? Oh. I quit when I went, oh, like, oh. I, I left. I quit and my job. he did. He left. Yeah, but it's a little bit different. And, and, like and now, but let me ask you a question. You do hold it on. the way well, that he did it. Hold on, let me ask. Well, it's a little different. He play. It's it's a public um, forum that we all get to see play out. It's also a little, it, you know, it, it is different. I will give you that. But let me ask you a question. If in the place you were unsatisfied, that workplace, if your friend came to you and said, "Hey, I I'd, I'd love to work there. What what?" what you know, what's your experience been like? Are you going to lie to them and tell them it's great when you don't like it? Well, I don't, I don't know how I would react in that situation because I had different reasons for it not working. You know no, what no, I mean? No, no, that's like, fine. I, I, we're just making this, like, very basic. A place you didn't like working at and your friend I, comes to you and says, hey, what, what, what do you think about me going there to work? First of all, I think it's apples to oranges. But to your point, I can understand. I, yes, it is. Because, again, like... You know, you're they're making millions of dollars to play football, and when you're grinding it out, like trying to get a job, and like it's your first job in the no, industry, no, 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 like, no, no, no. It's totally let, let, again, but let's leave but the listen, money aside. No, 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 no. You the, can't the money just leave pa- the money aside. No, yes, it is, Lindsay. The money part is a cop out, and let me explain this to you, okay? Because the the biggest uh, this that subject matter drives me up the wall, okay? Because the it, sports are the only place where where fans generally root for employers over employees. I don't care. They're getting paid what they, the market determined that they were going to get paid. So the money has no basis in this conversation. It's a very basic question, okay? If you're okay. unhappy at a place and your friend comes to you and says, hey, I want to work there. Are you happy there? Do you like it there? Are you going to lie to them or are you going to tell them the truth? You're right. I would tell them the truth. I would not lie to them. Okay. However, don't you think if he was so unhappy that he should have taken that up like there's a much better way to handle it? But we you know, don't know that he didn't do all that stuff. But the story comes out that Odell was talking to Vaughn Miller and that these guys have this strong relationship and that essentially in the final, well, not essentially, he actually told him, dude, you don't want to come here to Cleveland. Right? Okay, so Odell was unhappy in Cleveland. Odell was unproductive in Cleveland. And then when he leaves and he comes to the Rams and the Rams, they used him in a way that makes him a happy player, a professional guy, a guy who feels like he's contributing. And so something for me, he said yesterday, by right, the way. Right. So for me, I was down on Odell as he was coming in because I thought he was a diva and I thought he was a selfish player. What I think of him today I have a very different perception. I think of him as being a professional guy, a good teammate, and most importantly, a guy who seems to care about winning. So my perception of Odell today is very different than it was the day that he came to the Rams. And I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But at the same time, 
like when you're playing professional football and you're getting paid all that money to go out there and, and produce on the field and you're almost like trying to sabotage yourself. So you don't, so you can get traded or whatever. Like that's kind of what he did. And I think, you know, he, that is what he did. That is what he did. He sabotaged his season and the, the team season and caused issues in the locker room because he was more concerned about himself than the team. Can I because ask if you a he question? Was really a team player. What he would have done was, he would have made the best of the situation until he could work out whatever but, was going but on behind again, the scenes to get like out of there. But again, you act like he was there for five minutes. He'd been there for years, and my guess is those conversations were probably had and fell on deaf ears to get to that point. Like it's not like he was there one season. I mean, if a guy's if a guy says like I I don't want to be here, I I don't I want to play elsewhere. How, don't we you had think that they would get him out? Wanting to be there for years, like right? It wasn't and he always denied season. it because he said, "Well, Jarvis Landry's my best friend. Like we're gonna make this work." And okay, figure it so out. he's trying to make it work, and now you're saying, but now uh, that's my point. He did try to make it work, but, but at some point something comes untenable. But okay, there, the guy who right. looks bad in all of this, I'm telling you right now, the guy who looks bad in all Baker of, in Mayfield, all this, exactly mm-hmm. because as a quarterback, if you don't like a guy. You might not throw him the ball, seriously. And and that's why you see Stafford and Cooper Cup. That's why that relationship is so important off the field because of what it translates to on the field. Odell Beckham forced his way out of Cleveland because he didn't want to play with Baker Mayfield. And when he comes to L.A. and he and he does what he did yesterday, you go, why did Cleveland not use him anywhere near like that? You're right. I, I totally agree. Like, Baker looks like the worst in this whole situation. Baker looks the worst. By the way, Odell will be in the big game against the Bengals in two weeks, or less than two weeks now. We have tickets uh, to give away for that event. We will be qualifying people on every show, Travis and Sliwa, Mason in Ireland, and ourselves each and every hour during those shows uh, for the next basically two weeks. Uh, and that's going to happen in this hour, so don't go anywhere. It's Rams Super Ticket Giveaway. You get uh, qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game at SoFi. Again, we will give you that chance this hour, so stick around here on 710 ESPN. Uh, coming up next, uh, I do want to get to our something that I think that we need to recognize as sports fans right now. We'll do that next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, it's a good song right there. It is a good song. I do like this song. Give me the moment. But I like bubble wrap, too. so raw. I got to let you know. You strike me as a bubble wrap guy, for sure. Oh, you're totally a bubble wrap guy. So let me tell you guys something. I was uh, packing up all my equipment, you know, and um, I had all this excess bubble wrap that just came with, you know, I was in the process of all the move. I've been, you know, fetching about this for months, you know. I got all this nice bubble wrap right here, right now. Hi. Yeah, don't do that on air, though. It sounds really bad. Ooh, bubble wrap. Mm. My kids love bubble wrap. So do I. It's fun. When he said cap, I'm like, what's wrong with bubble wrap? I like bubble wrap. I mean, I'm I don't not, think there's anything wrong with it. But I'm I mean, not entertaining yeah. myself with it. You know, what is something wrong with it? I like yeah. to sometimes go bubble by bubble and just go one at a time. Big. Bu- what if it's like, yeah, if it's big bubble wrap, you can do that. Yeah. 
I like to ride a bike over bubble wrap. That's fun. Ride a bike over bubble wrap. Yeah, well, I don't know. When you like murder the, the bubble wrap like when that. you had stuff in the, in like the garage and there's a bunch of bubble wrap and you just ride your bike over it to hear it all go at once. <laughs> I'll like step on it. Crackers. I'm like I'll step on it because I don't know how to ride a bike. Wait a minute. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Laura, I have you know we're teaching my daughter how to ride a bike. So I, uh, it's you know, it's a, wait, Laura, it's a, you can't ride a bike. Yeah. No, oh yeah, we've covered this before. I don't. Know, I believe it was pre you, but yeah, yes. it was yeah. pre. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that either. So yeah. when I was young, really quick, I mm-hmm. there was like the Fisher Price like skates where you just put them on top. You you have yeah, your own you shoes. Put your shoes in, them. right? Yeah. So, anyways, I fell and I broke my arm, and I was at the same time learning how to ride a bike. So I got scared, and I never went back on trying to ride a bike. So I do not know how to ride a bike. And who else didn't know how to? Jesse didn't doesn't know how to ride a bike. And uh, Ariel Hawani. Yeah, Ariel Hawani, mm-hmm. our friend uh, from the MMA it. world. That um, is mind blowing to me. Yeah, yeah. Also, that is, does not uh, know how to ride a bike. Don't you think you should learn? I want to. Yeah, definitely. I want to. Yeah. Um, that's so, like Laura. A- there's a place in Torrance. Ooh, okay. Me. Okay. That will guarantee you to teach you how to ride a bike in 90 minutes, and it's 90 dollars or your money back. What? I'm down. Oh, I dude. want this. No I'm way, man. so down. Hold on. I'll ask my wife. You guys talk amongst yourself. Hey. I'll find out the name. Hey, because we were going to go there if my kid doesn't figure <laughs> it out. Listen to me. Hold on. Listen to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. I'll have you riding a bike in half the time for half the money. I mean, 90 minutes is is, is not that bad. I'm kind of down for it. In 45 minutes, I will have you riding a bike. I taught four kids how to ride a bike. Okay. I can easily teach you how to ride a bike in uh-huh. less than 90 minutes and for less than $90. All right, I'm back, and it's REI, the outdoors place. REI, okay. Yeah. I feel like riding a bike is kind of one of those things where, like, you get it or you don't, right? Yeah, I, I just never, like, I You have to learn balance, basically, is all you have to learn. I honestly went on it once, and then I was like, eh, I like my rollerblades more because I used to rollerblade and roller skate. Mm-hmm. So I just gravitated to that, and then when my sister got the stupid, the Fisher-Price stuff, I was like, ooh. But they were, like, four sizes too big. But, you know, as a child, you don't care. Yeah. And then I was on a cast for the whole summer, so I was mad. Well, I, it, and my kid is seven now, and it's, like, way too late. Like, I, I said, she's got, it's now or never, because, like, it's it's not... We don't, we, we, problem is where we used to live, there was just, it's too hilly and it wasn't a good place to teach her. And then like, we never had time to like go to the actual park and teach her or whatever, like just, you know, with the crazy schedules. But now I've got way more time on my hands. Um, and there's like a middle school right by me. It was like the perfect Ooh, place to take her. That's good. Um, so I've been doing it the last couple of weeks and we're getting a little better, but I feel like, you know, if we don't get to a certain point in the next couple of weeks, we may just go to REI. George, and just I'm going to make the I'm same team, offer to your you. Daughter. Uh, wait a this. second. Wait, I'm going to make the same offer oh, you I just go. made to Laura, just so yeah. you know. 45 minutes, $45. <laughs> okay? I will teach your daughter. Are you driving yeah. up here? Because I'm driving to San Diego. Listen, I will teach your daughter yeah. how to... I, I'm in Mammoth. You're going to have to come up to Mammoth right oh, now. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, I will teach your daughter how to ride a bike in 45 minutes for $45 or your money back. I'm going <laughs> to undercut those guys by half the time wow. and half the money. I'm sorry, REI. I'm scared of you. Sedano, have you have you heard of those balance bikes where they're basically bikes without pedals? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we just yeah. started doing that with my three year old to get him okay. going. You know what I mean? So yeah, it yeah. It seems to work. That. Yeah, yeah. But she's seven already. So the problem is the bike she has is already small for her. Like the we like she needs a bigger bike, so we gotta yes. get her another bike. That now is too. All, that's that is part. that's a huge part of it, George. Yeah. Proper equipment mm. is yeah. a big part of teaching somebody how to ride a bike. For Laura, mm. I'm gonna get like a huffy. With a with a banana like <laughs> no, seat, no. you know what I mean? Big flag hanging yeah. from behind. Yeah, no. Some cool like uh, chopper kind of handlebars. Yeah. yeah, 
No. Laura, I'll have you riding that bike in under 45 minutes. Uh, you, you I go. will pay the 95 dollars. 90, 95 dollars. At REI? Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The outdoors place? Yeah. Uh, real quick, Capital, let me ask you this. You know, since you've got this great, uh, you know, this great sales pitch. How about a sales pitch for you? Are we currently living and watching the best version of the National Football League ever? Ooh, good question. Um, my initial thought right away is, yes, we are. Because quarterback play today in the NFL is so much different than it was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. When the, the NFL quarterback was supposed to be six foot five, 230 pounds, didn't have to be real fast, just had to be able to read a defense and get rid of the ball uh, and stand in the pocket. That Dan was what called a, a pocket passer, a traditional yeah. pocket passer. Jim Kelly, right. Jim Kelly, Dan Marino. You know, you think about the, the Cincinnati Bengals right now, Boomer Esiason. We were talking right. about the NFL today, Phil Simms, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Even back then, Warren Moon was part right. of that. Pocket you know? passer Warren Moon never ran out of the pocket. Yep. Totally. The athleticism at every position, not just quarterback. Quarterback is what we see. We had Andrew Whitworth on earlier. He's 40 years old, yeah. and he still plays left tackle in the NFL. 6'7", 335. Right, and he's not... Fat six seven three thirty five. He's super athletic six yeah. seven three thirty five. The reason we're seeing the best football that we've ever seen is because Aaron Donald can be five foot eleven, two hundred and eighty pounds, and use leverage and smarts and speed and moves. So yes, my initial thought is what we have seen this season, and in particular in the last six games, the last two weekends. I think George, we are seeing the best football we've ever seen. And just by the way, take it one step further. You you always like to say I take it one step too far. Yeah, yeah. If you're an L.A. sports fan, the city, the county, the region, the Dodgers are World Series champions, the Lakers win a championship, the 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 Rams are in the second Super Bowl since they've moved back, and, and they're in the Super Bowl in SoFi Stadium, the greatest stadium on the planet. Lincoln Riley's here. Yeah. I mean, is this... Is this a golden age of being a sports fan? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, but in regards to the NFL, to add to your point, I'm not a huge fan of specialization, okay, of taking a kid and trying to make him a quarterback at nine years old or whatever the hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think kids should be kids and allowed to play multiple sports. I think there, there comes a time where you probably have to make a decision. I would say that, I mean, just personally, I believe that is closer to high school. Um, than it is to elementary school. <laughs> um, there's probably a decision to be made somewhere in middle school is my guess, but like closer to high school is, is what I would say. Um, because I think that 99.9% of athletes don't become pro athletes, right? So I think that's part of it. However, specialization for that 0.1% has created this unbelievable quarterback play, though, that we see. Because there's no offseason. There's you know, whatever your football season is, then there's the seven-on-seven season, right? Like, there's all these and these camps and this and that. And specialization has helped that small percentage, that fractional percentage of kids who are going to be pros, uh, in my estimation. But uh, I think that, yeah, I think bigger, stronger, faster. Every generation is that, to your point with the athletes. But these, these kids who become men – and women who play in these sports, because I would say women's sports also incredible. We just had a young lady uh, who had 61 points in an NCAA uh, basketball game uh, the other day, breaking a record. 
um, that stood for a number of years. And uh, by the way, which was, uh, I believe, I forget the young lady's name from Long Beach State that had that record previously. So, but my point is this, athletes are all getting bigger, stronger, faster. So I I think, but specifically to the NFL, man, like think about like defensive ends, okay? Like just pass rushers, right? Dude. Like, Vaughn Miller gets there in, like, two and a half seconds. If you don't get rid of that ball in two and a half seconds, you're going to be on the ground. Listen, it's every position, though. And I'm going to bring one real close to home for me, George. The kickers in the NFL, they're not like they were when we were kids. Remember when we were kids, the kickers were like the little European soccer player, Garo Yepremian, yeah. the the single bar. He's just Fouad Reves. Yeah, right. Little tiny guy, yeah. you know, and kind of weird and, and eccentric, but over by himself. Kickers today in the NFL are all-state basketball players, all-state soccer players. They're, they're all-state baseball players. They play other sports. They're really, really good athletes in other sports. They're just not the biggest and the strongest of the guys to wind up playing, you know, cornerback. So they wind up becoming a kicker. These guys don't miss. How about this kid from Cincinnati? He's a rookie out of the University of Florida. Money Mac. Yeah, hits this 52-yarder on the the road in Kansas City and then winds up winning the game for the second straight week. That kid's 21 years old. I've been going through his Instagram. Dude, three pictures ago he was in high school. Yeah. It's crazy. And now he trademarked Money Mac. They're younger. They're better athletes. They're more prepared, and and it's not just the skill guys. It's guys like Andrew. It's everybody across the board. Who can play forty years old at that size at that position, and more financially savvy, clearly as well. Uh, All right, coming up next, everyone's favorite segment here in the six o'clock hour: big deal or no deal in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of big deals, Lindsay Bolton's a big deal. She's going to take over this segment. <laughs> Go ahead, Linz. <laughs> All right. So Apple is getting ready to release yet another update. I know they just released one last week, but they're already planning for iOS 15.4. Oh. And when that version finally arrives... It's going to come with 37 new emojis. Whoa! I love this. Yeah. Let's, and it's a lot, go. too. Yeah. All so right. this Anything year, interesting? Yeah. So we're, there's going to be the largest number of new emojis since iOS 11.1 came out in 2017. So okay. the new emojis include melting face, uh, face with open eyes, and hand over mouth face with peeking eye. They've got the saluting face, the dotted line face. Um, Face holding back tears are some of the ones that they have, but melting face is probably my favorite. Um, I will send you guys the list of all the emojis because I'm not going to go through all of them. 
and I'm a huge emoji person. I love to text with emojis. But for you guys, are the 37 new emojis a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say big deal mostly because I'm probably going to have to go get a new phone. Because you know when all these updates happen? You know how they say that your phone, something goes wrong with it, right? I yeah, can, yeah, but I, I don't think that that happens anymore as much. Oh, really? Because they got called out on that, Apple, a long okay, time ago. Okay, because here, here's all I know, George. I can't hear out of my phone. So Wait, if I don't have my AirPods nearby or if I don't have, like, a wired earphone, I can't hear anything. And so I didn't drop it. I didn't break it. I didn't put it in water. I didn't have to put it in rice and dry. Something's wrong with my phone, and I think it's the update. So I'm How about you just go deal. to the Apple store, bro? Listen, you don't have time to teach your kid how to ride a bike. I don't have time to go to the Apple store. You feel me? Wait, I do have a time to teach my kid to ride a bike. I've been doing it for the last three weeks. Under 45 minutes for $45. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why can't you? Do you know you can go on your phone and make an appointment, right, for whatever you want? I don't have a lot of time, George, and I can use my AirPods. I'm fine. Okay. So what? The phone doesn't work. Then why are you complaining about it? Because I feel like it has something to do with updates. And now, because these new updates are coming with new emojis. I bet your speaker just busted or blew out. Yeah, we're, we're going off on a tangent here. I want to know about the oh, emojis. Oh, emojis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, emojis. Yeah. Yes, I'm into emojis. Yes. I wasn't okay. always, but I've become a big fan of emojis. I use the heart quite often, as a matter yeah. of fact. Is that for Rachel or the girl? Yes, it and is. And both, probably, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. I do use the heart. I use the thumbs up. Yeah. Use a fist bump. Fist bump. What do you use? Um, it's funny. I, I I do a lot of the laughing, crying emojis. Um, mostly at you in the text chat. Um, Cap, there's going to be a troll emoji. What do you feel about that one? What does that look like? Is that like a little one of those little plastic dolls with the with the bright pink hair that goes up? No, no, no. It looks like one of the a troll that would be like under a bridge, and he's like holding a staff. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I see it here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a troll. Um, I'm trying to see here of these that you sent here. I don't know. I don't know if I like any of these that you sent here. I got to be honest with you. I'm. I may just stick to uh, tra the traditional emojis. So, I also um. I, I, you know, I prefer people who use emojis who uh, it applies to their skin tone. They don't just use the uh, the basic uh, standard, uh, you know, emoji that it, you know, originally it came with. I understand. You can shade, right? That's the original one, right? Like you, yeah, you can shade it to your right now. There's shade different of shades. Skin. Right. Yeah, yeah. You guys use bitmojis? No, not really. My a couple of my friends do. Not my thing. I mean, I've got one on my phone. Like, it's got, like, you know, like, the avatar to my phone. But I don't use it, like, in, like, real life. Like, I just, Cap, wish... I just saw the one you just said in their group text. It's so stupid. I just wish everybody so a happy man. Chinese New Year, man. Oh, God. You're, you're the tiger, dude. <laughs> you are the dumbest. You really are the dumbest. I can't. sunglasses in what your do you mean you can't? I just can't. My, I would sit on, oh, man. By the way, this person also has a much better hairline than you do currently. <laughs> a better jawline than him, too. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, just yeah. saying. This Come doesn't on, look Laura. like you. Come on, this Laura. Put like a little respect on my than it does like you. <laughs> I was like, it does not look like you. I was wondering what the hell just came in. And yes, it, it is you wishing us a happy Chinese New Year. Thank you, yep. Kaplan. Yes. Thanks, You're the yeah. tiger. Yeah, You're good, the tiger. Good emoji. Yes. Uh, all right. What's next, Lindsay? Sorry. All right. So Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellich wrote an extensive piece on the MLB labor negotiations for the athletic and essentially threw cold water on any optimism about the whole process. So I won't bore you guys with all the details, but they basically said, don't expect a new CBA or at the start of spring or the start of spring training anytime soon. Some of the points of contention include things like the league's minimum salary, a bonus pool for pre-arbitration players and service time manipulation. 
and the sides are reportedly far apart, an agreement is not even close. So is the state of MLB's CBA negotiations, as we get into February starting tomorrow, a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Uh, no deal. Um, you know, they're not missing games yet. Once they start missing games, then it's a big deal. Until then, it's kind of no deal. Like, everybody, here's what happens in negotiations. You put out your offer, and generally your offer is higher than you would actually want because that's like negotiating one-on-one. And both sides are doing that. One side's going really high. The other side's going really low. And then eventually they'll keep trading proposals and eventually get somewhere in the middle. Nobody wants to miss games because then it costs everybody money. So that's when things will expedite. I'm also going to agree and say no deal because right now it's the Super Bowl season. The NBA is headed towards the playoffs, the back end of the season, and not to mention the All-Star game. Um, There's a lot of other stuff going on for sports fans. So hot stove talk and getting ready for spring training isn't exactly happening right now. Don't lose your fan base, Major League Baseball, by doing something stupid, by missing games. I think that there's going to be like a huge flurry of like trades and free agent signings and stuff as soon as they get this figured out. Because that'd be cool, right? Yeah, no, when it happens, a lot of things will happen fast. Yes, that will be the case. That'll be exciting because it's just been crickets for months. I feel like it'll be exciting. All right, next one. So Nelly has been slammed for commenting on a series of risque photos posted by Madonna, suggesting that the Queen of Pop cover up. The rapper wrote, quote, some things should be covered up when he jumped into the comments section of the singer's post last week. Uh, Fans of Madonna were quick to come to her defense over the snaps, which showed her rocking black lingerie, fishnet tights, and an embroidered jacket. She's kind of like basically like bent over like a car showing just like her booty and mm. some fishnets. So it's, right. it's risque, you know, for anyone, not just someone who's 63. So, and this isn't the first time that a male celebrity has publicly shamed Madonna for her Instagram photos. If you guys remember 50 cent recently had similar comments Are Madonna's racy Instagram posts, a big deal or no deal cap. Um, they're a big deal. Cause they're hot AF. Um, I don't know what it is, but Madonna's <laughs> still smoking to me. I'm still into Madonna, and I know it's it's way, way, way after the fact, but if me and Madonna ever get together, and that's, by the way, probably after me and Jennifer Aniston get together, but if me and Madonna ever get together, I'm still in. 63 or, or 64 or 65. I mean, whenever this happens, I still love Madonna. Oh, look at this one. Oh, oh my. That is racy. Do you oh, follow whoa. her on Instagram currently? I, I didn't until just now. That Let's one, see, okay. All right. I, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. You sound like you may have changed your mind, like mid mid Picture. photo swipe. I mean, I'll go back to Britney Spears's Instagram. Well, hers hers is a mess right now too. Mm. Um, so I mean, listen, man, she's arguably the most successful female artist in the history of music. <laughs> like, and she's been successful because she's been willing to put herself out there over and over and over and over and over again. So, I mean, like. I, I don't know, man. Like, no offense to 50 Cent Nelly. Like, sh- she can circle the universe 10 times over as far as her success compared to theirs. So, like, I don't know, man. And like, what do whatever. they care? Like, let her like, live. Yeah, what do you them. care? Right. Well, yeah, right. it's not yeah. bothering you. If you don't like it, keep moving. Right. If, if, that, if that's not your style, then, then move on, pal. So, I'll give you an example on that. It's so funny. Like, I'm a big believer. It's why I post less and less on Twitter specifically. Um, or any Instagram is just as toxic as Twitter these days. So, um, but it's 
like I, I just I don't care enough to like like I, I always do the risk reward. Like if I engage with someone on social media, is it worth the eventual back and forth like my time? And then I'm probably like, it's, you know, because nobody's going to back down. Right. Like we're all in this like especially now, like we just everyone wants to fight you know, on social media. I'm just like, nah, bro, I'm not I'm not here for that. <laughs> like I'm I'm good. And I, I also feel that way about trolls. Like, there are clearly a lot of people in our industry, um, media, I mean, that make a lot of money by being a troll. And I'm not even just talking about sports. I'm just talking about across the board now. It started a lot in sports mostly, but it has certainly branched out beyond. And my thing to, like, people when they get up in arms about a particular troll in this particular case, and I'm not mentioning anyone specific because I don't want to give them more pub than they need to, is that's my point. I tell people, why do you bring attention to person X? Like, who cares? Let them talk in a vacuum. The fact that you're bringing light you know, to what they're saying will actually bring more attention to what they're saying. And in essence, you're giving them what they want. Right. Like, like I don't that, know why Kevin Durant doesn't, doesn't tweet about my tweets. Like that would help me out a lot if yeah. you would do that. Right. Yeah, so Sedano, you're you're not one of those people where like just recently, like Mina Kimes, for example, when we were just talking about her with like the whole Jeff Garcia thing. It was a couple of weeks before that somebody said something really ignorant about her on Twitter and they sent her a nasty email or tweet or something yeah. mm-hmm. and she screenshotted it and posted it. See, to me, like, I like that she posted that. Because no, no, but she did that with like deserved, some anonymous person, right? Like I'm talking about like specific trolls, like people who who their sole purpose on earth at the moment in the media uh, is saying. to create controversy. You know what I I'm gotcha. saying? In yes. the name of financial gain. Um, I'm not I talking about you. the rando that just sends an email or whatever. Although I don't have the energy to fight with those people either, to be honest with you. And I say that as someone who has in the past. But I, at 44 years old, I got two kids. I got a wife. I got a lot of work. Like, I can't be sitting here fighting with people on social media all the time. Like, it's just not me anymore. Anymore. I mean, at the dawn of Twitter, I can go back. I mean, not that far even. Like, I go back a couple years, like five, six years ago, where I would be arguing with people on Twitter. And now it's like, eh. I will argue with people I know because I know that will end well for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we know each other. Like, really know each other. in IRL, in real life. Um, But... (laughs) But not yeah, you know. I don't mind interacting with people. I think when people send us fun stuff on Twitter, I always like to. If I see it, you know, I'll acknowledge it. Like I'll hit the like button on it. Um, but yeah, like like to fight with people, no, 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 just not for me. And especially in throwing out trolls. Like I think that Nelly and, and Fifty Cent are trolling. You know what I mean in that situation. Like I just wouldn't acknowledge them. I wouldn't have known that IRL in like text abbreviation is in real life. In real life, I would have thought it meant indie racing league. Yeah, because like oh my, that's where stop. my head goes, you know. How yeah. do you not know that yeah. one? Yeah. In real life, Linz, it's just one that I don't use. I, I feel like you've used it before. I've never used it in real life, and I would like to. In fact, <laughs> well, now you I'm can. Go, I'm going to adopt it as I use all those new emojis that are being released. There you, there you go. go. All right, so that is big deal or no deal each and every day at six thirty. Uh, one last segment to go here on the show. Uh, coming up next, I you know we spent a lot of time talking about the Rams today, like. We should talk about what happened with the Niners here because I think there's a lot of decisions on the Niners and there's a lot of fans uh, clearly here. Um, <laughs> really? And I think, and I think that there's there? some, something to be just How do a we few. Know? Yeah, something <laughs> to be said about their future because it affects the Rams, um, obviously being in the division. So we'll get to that coming up on the other side. Ah, oh, it's a good jam right there. Show me the 
This is little Afro Michael Jackson. He had that great hair. I wanted that hair. Then I wanted the Beat It jacket, the red jacket from the Beat It video. Then I wanted to moonwalk. Good song. Laura, how many selfies? Four? It was two. I don't think videos should count. No, no they do count. count. Come on, girl. They do count. Look, I was lit, okay? It was a good day. <laughs> I went to Disneyland after. It was a good day. I met people. I made By the way, friends. it's so funny you mentioned at Disneyland. So I saw that uh, I went on. Our, I was at work on Friday night. I was the, doing the studio stuff for the NBA. So I was at my desk in the TV building. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should check to see if there's like any reservations for... Um, you know, like Disneyland or something. Mm-hmm. I'll take the kids or whatever. So I'm like, oh, wow, Sunday, February 6th. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> now, there's there's a timer. I didn't realize there was a timer on this site, okay? Uh-huh. There is, yeah. So I get up. I'm like, I went to go get something to drink, and I come back, and the timer expired. I'm like, oh, man, so I got to log back in or whatever. When I checked, it was gone. Yeah, like, I'm not even joking. Like 10 minutes later, all the reservations were gone for that day. I've done – I have I actually texted Lindsay about this. Like one of my friends was here from D.C., and I was like, oh, I have a reservation, whatever. And I accidentally canceled it. And you would think because I was the one that canceled it. Like, right, it's you could go still- back and get right. it very quickly. No. Yes. And then I did the same thing. It timed out because only like four or five minutes or whatever. Right. And if you don't decide right then and there, I swear you refresh it and there's none. It's yeah, so crazy. that's exactly what happened to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's wild. So, but the six. Oh, no, wait. No. That was what? supposed to be our. That was going to be, be the, our award. Yeah. Right. That was uh, the thing but that we the don't have anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was so like, I was like, oh, perfect. I'll take them in the morning. You know, whatever. We'll go. Chill for a little bit. There's Ooh. no games. You know what I mean? Like there's no football games. So. They have a. So that's something that I didn't mention on what you need to know. So uh, California Adventure has the lunar year. So they're celebrating and they have like amazing food right now. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So good. <laughs> so good. I would like amazing food right now. I'm starving. What are we eating for dinner? What can we have? Somebody We're having roasted something? chicken Ooh. and uh, some salad. Just very basic tonight. Very nice. Clean. Sounds healthy. Yeah. I want yeah. ramen or pho. I'm debating where I'm going to find something in downtown. But that's you want what some I want. pho, huh? Pho or yeah. ramen. Mm-hmm. Craving mm-hmm. that. We're going to do Taco Tuesday tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Figure out what the we'll schedule, do there. the week. Yeah. Yeah, oh no, we're <laughs> yeah, we're planners on this house. You know, yeah, that's it, good. That's how you keep healthy, man. Not like yeah. me, I'm all all over the place. That's where you got to plan. Uh, we listen in my house. There is a calendar, a a whiteboard, mm-hmm. with the dates, and there are four different colors for each person in this house. And there is a calendar with each and every day, and you fill it out based on whatever that person is doing that day. So, for example, like I'm going to Dallas to do a game between Philly and the Sixers. So there's uh, uh, you know two dates of travel or whatever. Uh, it says Dallas. Uh, there's a couple Laker games I got at the end of the month here for ESPN, um, and it just says Lakers. You know what I mean? Like so. I yeah, like this know. organization, and I like this communication. Yeah. This is very good. Yeah. Who came up with this? This can't be you. No, it was my wife for sure. Yeah. 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 But it's smart. Something, yeah, that really smart. But I'm not, you know, it's funny, like, you know, I, I was wondering, am I, are we the only ones that are that, like, we have to do But, like, I was talking to one of, like, my colleagues, so Cassidy Hubbard, right, who also does sidelines for us at ESPN, and I was asking her, because, you know, her husband is also, she's very busy, her husband's very busy, they have a, a daughter, and she's like, oh, we got the same thing. We got the same setup. Yeah, I'm like, I have All a right, whiteboard. Yeah, you got to have a whiteboard, dude. I have three. <laughs> you don't have a whiteboard cap? I don't, and I wish I did, because yeah. I'm telling you right now, Besides the organizational side of it, 
It's the communication side of it. Yeah. That you way know? everybody just like, hey, Dad, what are you doing tomorrow or Wednesday or, or next Thursday? No, look at the calendar. No, right. For me, it's always like, hey, uh, my daughter, I've got a basketball game. We have to be at the school at this time. We're not going to get back from the bus from this time. I need somebody to come pick me up from the school. You know, and then my other daughter, well, I'm working. I can't do it. And then I'm like, well, I've, I'm on the air. I can't come get you. And so, yeah, the, it's not only organization. I like the communication. Would it be too much to ask this, George? Would Kelly, Mrs. Sedano, be willing to make a trade with me? I'll teach your daughter how to ride a bike in under 45 minutes. She makes me a calendar. <laughs> I know oh, this bro. is happening. What the hell's wrong with you? You can do I don't a have calendar a every month? I don't have Tap, a wife, go on, dude. Go on Pinterest. You yes. can make one very easily. Bro, oh, really? just go on a white, just buy a whiteboard. A white, they have whiteboards that you, that you they have calendars. That, that have a calendar yeah. on it, and you literally just have to erase the numbers every mm -hmm. month and refill it out. I have one. Yes, Cap. You, it's called any like Target, Walmart, Amazon, yeah, even Amazon. You don't got to you know, leave your house, Amazon. Yeah. You know, George, you're sounding like as if, you know, hey, um, you know, this should be easy for you. Well, this sounds hard for me. Like teaching your kid how to ride a bike must be hard for you. I mean, come on. I mean, no, me it's actually here, not bro. that hard. It's just help me a, out. she's never learned. Yeah. Bro, I'm just I'm telling you, ride a buy a, buy it on Amazon. I was going to tell you to ride a bike. Buy it on Amazon. <laughs> and just it, they literally have a whiteboard that's a calendar. All you got to do is fill it has the squares. All you just put in the numbers every month and then erase it and then start right. over again. I'm going to give this month. some serious consideration tonight. Yeah. And, and that way them, when yeah. your daughter, who's the the youngest one is Julia? Right. The youngest one who has all the games, right? Yeah. You'd be like, you you tell her, hey, give me a, put up all your games on the whiteboard on the calendar, and that way you know. You're done, Cap. I sent it to you. It's Boom. Twenty five dollars. Oh, really? Yep. Kay. Bro, Cap is Julia the one with the Gucci purse? No, that, no, that's... Cap. That is exactly like very similar to the one we have. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, no, and it um... hangs, and it hangs right near the you know the Ooh, dining area. Nice. Yeah, ten yeah, percent really off nice. too, dude. Just click the little box. Look at right that. There. She gave mm -hmm. you two fifty off. There yeah. you go. Boy, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna shame me now, aren't you? Um, this weekend, I put out a picture on Instagram. My two daughters had like the, you know winter formal for their high school, and I went to both like pre events where you take pictures with the families and whatever. And um, my daughter and I took a picture, and then I posted it. And Lindsay has been you know kind of on me about my daughter with some kind of expensive purse that I didn't even know about. I like I didn't even know what it was. I didn't look at it and go, "Ooh, nice purse. Where'd you get that?" Like, to me, I'm completely oblivious to nice purses. Only because of your stance last week about, like, I can't believe people spend that much money on purses. And that's a $1,500 <laughs> purse. I love the I love the uh, the impersonation, actually. It's very good. How much uh, is that purse? $1,500. Because I, I wanted to buy it, but I was like, nope, can't do it. Can't justify it. So I want to know how a high schooler has a $1,500 purse when you are very much against expensive purses. If I had oh. to guess, if I had to guess... This purse probably belonged to your ex-wife, who used to spend all your... According to you, I, Mrs. Former uh -huh. Kaplan, I'm not trying to get in your business, but right, Scott has said on the air that uh, you would spend his money on expensive items, so I'm, perhaps that's where it came from? Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, <laughs> Lindsay, do you still want to buy that purse? Yeah, totally. 100%. Okay, how, how much will you give me for it? I'll steal it right oh from my, my daughter. Kaplan. <laughs> All right, we got to go, bro. No. Right, we're done here. First All right, go dog. get a calendar. There you go. And you're good to go. Put it on the whiteboard. Everything is good. You, gonna do don't it. put on the whiteboard that you're going to steal her purse, though. No, I'm not right. going to do that. I'm just going to steal it. When she giveaway. says where to go, I'm going to be like, I don't know. How would I know? All right.
we got to go because Slee was going to get all bent out of shape because he's got to do Lakers talk, and we're not giving him his proper time. Excellent work, Kaplan. Yeah, Excellent great show work. today, everybody. Yes, great show. Excellent work, uh, Lindsay and Laura. Uh, Lakers talk with Alan Sliwa next.